0: Welcome to 5 Under 5, the short-form gaming podcast where we talk about games that cost less than $5. I'm David Lindley, a full-stack software engineer at World Gaming.
1: I'm Chris. I'm also a full-stack engineer at World Gaming. And
0: together we are Chris Chris and David David in in a a
1: podcast.
0: podcast. Yeah! This week we're talking about Anomaly Korea. This game is available on Windows, Mac, Linux, and even Android. We purchased it through Steam. Now, Chris, I would describe this as a reverse tower defense game?
1: Yeah. So what that means is that... That instead of building towers to defend your area, now you are the people trying to invade it. It's kind of unique in this sense. I haven't really seen a lot of games um, with this perspective.
0: I've seen at least one other and it's called Anomaly Warzone Earth. I've
1: also seen one, Anomaly 2. There's not a lot of story to this game, mm-hmm. let's, let's be clear here. But they all revolve around, um, you're a general trying to invade a certain area, trying to um, destroy the aliens that have captured um, a certain city. Each anomaly kind of revolves around that area.
0: So, This is a standalone game, not a direct sequel to the other anomaly, but also not a dependent expansion.
1: I believe so. You don't need any prior knowledge to the series. Uh, You can pretty much pick up any game and it'll be quite similar.
0: Now here on Five Under Five, we don't have a lot of experience with games that I would describe as story-driven. This isn't different, but I don't see that as a bad thing. Once you're coming in at the under $5 price range that we're at, getting a lot of intricate story is probably less important than having a fun game.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree, especially with something like anomaly where you can pick this game up um, immediately and you can just play it. Whether that be uh, you purchased it on Android and you want to play it on the subway, it's really good in that way that you don't spend too much time waiting for cutscenes or any stories. You just go directly to the gameplay. Uh, if you're looking for something that can work offline, if you travel a lot on the subway, I think it's a perfect kind of game because again, it doesn't need to, it doesn't need any online functionality. You won't be blocked by anything, and then you can just pause it. At any time, and even like just restart the game. There's no penalty
0: for restarting a checkpoint. If you did try to play this on a phone or a tablet, I can't imagine it would do good things for your battery life.
1: Yeah, that's as is with any... Sort of graphic intensive game, this is not like the biggest one, but it still has a lot of like 3D, has a lot of effects. It can drain your battery, so that is something to think about.
0: What sort of phone do you need to run this on? Because it seems pretty nice looking for a mobile game.
1: Um, I've only run it in like semi-modern phones right now, like the OnePlus, the Nexus 6. I cannot vouch for performance on, um, let's say something like a Galaxy S3 something. A few generations behind.
0: So this won't work on my Nokia flip phone? Probably not. Hmm. That's no sale. Alright, let's do a quick over-under on this game, Chris. This is the segment where we talk about our favorite thing from the game and our least favorite thing. Our over and our under. Chris, what was your over for this game?
1: I think one of the best things about this game was just being able to have a slow tactical game where you can take your time and go through the level and change your tactics, restart, and just have a relaxed sort of game.
0: That is so different from my <laughs> from my general experience with the game. I find it quite tension-inducing. So to hear that it's a relaxing experience for you just makes me wonder what sort of human you are. (laughs) My over for this game is probably the concept and how well it's executed. The reverse tower defense is something that you can explain quickly. People understand roughly what it is. It plays as you would expect. And really, the company is just doing a great job of making that game.
1: Yeah, I think overall it's a well-built game. The graphics are really great. Chris,
0: what was your under for this game?
1: One of the things I don't like about this game is that it doesn't get complex enough if you play it further down, let's say you've played this game for about, say, an hour, two hours, you've pretty much mastered the game. Uh, I was looking for a steep challenge at the end, but I didn't find that as much with this game, although it does still get pretty difficult.
0: My under is the repetitive audio barks that your units will sometimes give out. So if your units are getting beat up on a lot, they will tell you quickly and frequently, WE'RE GETTING THE TAR BEAT OUT OF US! How often have you heard that one, Chris? Too many times. <laughs> Chris, would you recommend this game to our audience?
1: Definitely. If you're looking for a strategy game, uh, especially if you you buy it on mobile and you're looking to play it in transit, this is one of the best games you can possibly play without a connection or like a beefy computer.
0: If you have a good phone and good enough battery life to support it, I would fully recommend getting this game for your phone. On desktop, it's alright, it's fun, and it's hitting the correct price point at about $5. Yeah, don't forget to bring a power bank. (laughs) Yes. Well, thanks for joining me, Chris, and until next time, this is been Chris Chris and David on a podcast. Yeah. Yeah!